When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Uh, well, we're talking about Trump, and uh, I am the ringleader, apparently. That's what a caller told me on the uh, radio show yesterday. I am the ringleader of the anti-Trump movement. I don't think that's true, but if it is, I wear the title with honor. We have a dual mandate on all of our shows. We attempt to do a show that's entertaining, and at the same time, advance the constitutional principles that we believe are good for the country. It's pretty simple. Trump fans have accused all of us of going after Donald Trump, because of some mythical money-making scheme, because apparently bashing Republican frontrunners on talk radio is the pathway to big ratings. First of all, when you want money, it's usually better to befriend millionaires, not antagonize them. But let me lay this out for those who don't understand. If, we, if all we did was talk about what was best for the country, we shouldn't talk about anything else until this primary was over except Donald Trump. Usually, when we have an issue that's important to the country, it's borderline impossible. There's always some annoying establishment figure in the way. This time, conservatives can do it themselves. Getting rid of Trump depends only on the people who say they are conservative simply voting for a conservative. This one should be easy. Are we really going to let this election come down to Hillary Clinton versus a Hillary Clinton donor? Really? Are we obsessed with Trump personally? No. He could be a progressive reality show host as much as he wants. But if he wants to run the free world, uh, yeah, I'm going to get obsessed about it. I'm obsessed with the future of this country. I got a couple of kids that I'd like to have a nice place to grow up in. My complaints about Trump largely fall into three categories. I mean, watch the show. You know this. He's not a reliable conservative. The Constitution does not factor into his decision making process. And we actually have good choices for once. Maybe I would understand there being Trump defenders during the general election. I wouldn't agree with it, but I'd understand it. However, during the primary, there is simply no reason to settle for someone who found conservatism last Wednesday and who seems to forget where he left it every 11 minutes. His current line of attack on Ted Cruz should speak volumes to you. Oh, he can't get along with anyone in Washington. He, can, he can't make deals like I can. He can't get in a room and have dinner with Congress and get something done. Good. Is that attack on, I don't even know. Is it an attack on Ted Cruz's campaign or a commercial for it? We don't have to settle this time. So don't. And of course, I guess that's what the ringleader would say, Pat. Well, of course he would because he's a Trump hater. Mm-hmm, yeah. He hates Trump. Yeah. 
How many times have you seen it? I'm sure you've seen it on your Facebook page as well. That, oh, you guys hate Trump. Why are all these personal attacks? Like, you know what? I I think, you know, as I said, I think he's a bad guy. And so, I mean, is that a personal attack? I guess it is. It's based on what he does in his personal life. So in that way, and and his business life. Um, So, yeah, I guess maybe he is a, a personal attack. But largely it's based on policy. Um, you know, Almost exclusively. Yeah. I, I mean, personal attacks are like, you know... Like his hair. His hair. His hair is awful. Yeah. And he's, it is awful. He's butt ugly. Uh, but, Those are personal attacks. But yeah, and, but I mean, that's not the reason... I could vote for a guy... Uh, like, if Chris Christie was a great conservative, I don't care how fat he is. I mean... Yeah. I mean, if oh, Jeffy was a yeah. good person, I might invite him over my house. It's, well, it's too to much do with of a stretch. W- I can't even imagine it, so... Yeah, it's a pretty ridiculous yeah. example when I think it's about it. It's kind of silly. <laughs> now you jumped into like a... Star Wars scenario or something in a galaxy far, far away, you know, from a long time ago. Yeah. Well, Je- so. Jeffy the Hutt. Hmm? I could be a good person. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, it just seemed, it didn't seem plausible enough no. to be funny to me. No, okay. You know, it was just too outlandish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, this is like, it's not, it has nothing to do, well, you guys are obsessed. When I, well, I'm obsessed with the country not sucking. Yes. Yeah. This is yes. what we do here. I didn't choose this line of work so I could sit here and cheer on a guy who's going to ruin the country. That's not what I got into this for. The same people who are t- talking about how obsessed we are now were not, didn't have any problem with our obsession over Barack Obama mm-hmm. and talking about him and trying to alert the nation to what, who this guy was. Because at the time, nobody seemed to get it, and we, we were trying so desperately to get it through their heads. Look at this guy. He's a Marxist. At best, please understand who he is. And they didn't. And, you know, we're trying to avoid that a second time, and, and maybe it won't work again. I don't know. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I read something from, um, I think it was Eric Erickson. He's a, a site, The Resurgent, that he just uh, launched. And he, he wrote something I thought was really interesting, which was, um, you know, um, paraphrasing here, uh, that, you know, maybe, let's say he, maybe his conversion is real. I don't believe it is. I don't believe he is a conservative at all. But mm-hmm. let's just say it is real for a second. Shouldn't he spend some time helping the movement before he leads it? Uh, yes. I mean, shouldn't he, get, shouldn't he have to put in a little time proving his loyalty to conservative values, pushing hard for them, being out there consistently as a conservative for five years? I mean, that seems like a small amount of time, but five years? I mean, people always bring up Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan did it for 20, 20 years he was a hardcore, mm-hmm. outspoken conservative for 20 years after his conversion before anyone thought of him as a president. Yeah. I mean, you don't do it. In 2013, he was, he, in 2015, he was asking for a judge to be put in that overturned a partial birth abortion ban. This is not a reliable conservative, even today, let alone for any period of time that would qualify him to lead the movement. It's absurd. It is absurd. I, I swear it's like I'm being punked. I know. Now, if he was if he was just helping the cause for five years, that would probably preclude him from being president, but I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm pretty okay with that. He'd be no. 74 by the next time he could conceivably run. Right. I but, mean, I, I'm, I'm saying that more in a, like, why would you consider someone who hadn't been at least yeah, consistent I, with these I values know. for a multiple amount of years? I mean, I don't know. Like, it, like they didn't say, accept Romney. And, and he'd been doing it for a right. while. Like, the, the, the big flip-flop on Romney, and, and, and I could be butchering these years, but I think this is what I remember, he, it was, was that in the 1994 election, mm-hmm. he was pro-choice. 
And they were like, 1994, how do, I mean, this is, it was 20 years, 20 yeah. years until mm. he ran for president as, and a guy who had been on record as pro-life for a long time. I mean, Donald Trump, somewhere in between 2003 and 2008, seems to be about where the conversion happened. We don't really know exactly when. We don't know. He tells this story about a family he knows. They were going to have a son, and they were going to abort it, and now uh, they didn't, and now the kid's great. Uh, if it wasn't great, he probably wouldn't have, have uh, changed. That's his own telling. That's not me saying it. It's his telling of the story. This guy's the worst. But, like, no one's investigated it's if this worst. person exists. No yeah. one knows what the story is. There's been no journalism and me, they done. Will. And they will when he gets to be uh, the nominee, if he does. But it's like, wouldn't you want to see somebody? It's like, you don't, if Jeffy, here's an example for you. Jeff Fisher. Look at this guy for a second. Just look at this. Look at him. Take it in. Soak it in for a second. Oh. Let's say Jeffy today. Again, this, you want to talk about a ridiculous uh, scenario. I'm going to give you one. Let's say Jeffy today says he wants to look like Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be in perfect shape. He's going to be you know, in the, in the Magic Mike sequel. He's going to be ripped, I mean, in the I best mean, shape of anybody's life. Okay? Yeah, I can see Brad wanting to be me. Okay. Let's, just, let's not distract from it. So <laughs> Jeffy wants to be completely in shape. Now, if Jeffy, who is not in shape now, as you see... If Jeffy decides, I'm going to get in shape and start a, and tell you about his workout plan, mm-hmm. if he starts doing that today, no one buys the workout plan because everyone looks at Jeffy and says, uh, no offense, but no. Okay. Mm-hmm. If Jeffy goes and does his 9,000 sit-ups a day mm-hmm. and eats only egg whites and in trying to come up with a rational time frame 17 years 17 (laughs) years Mm -hmm. is in really good shape at that point it's going to be really convincing he's going to be able to show his old his old self yeah and show his new self and say look how disgusting i was before (laughs) and look at me now and look at me now and people will say holy crap i want to buy that product because look at him he's made a transition donald trump doesn't even say he was wrong in the old times, remember, when they asked him, they said, hey, you said it was a birthright for people to have universal health care. What's up with that? Well, you know what? It wouldn't work now, but it does work in Scotland and Canada. It wasn't that that was the worst unconstitutional idea I ever thought of. Right. It was, well, mm-hmm. it wouldn't work now in this country, but it does work in other countries. He, didn't even want, he doesn't even want to hear about the Constitution, though. No. No. Uh, when he was told that his idea to kill the families of terrorists... I think Rand Paul said, that's not constitutional. And Trump's response was, well, okay, I guess they should kill us and we can't do anything about it. He didn't even consider the U.S. Constitution. It didn't matter at all to him. He didn't even give it a glancing thought. It's only there for him when he needs it, like when he can call Ted Cruz a Canadian. Like, that's the only time he ever cares well, about the Well, yeah, I mean, the, the only clause he cares about is, uh, <laughs> is Article 1 of, of the 14th Amendment. That's it. I yep. mean, he's done after that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't is. think he could tell you what the First Amendment is. Yeah, he probably knows that one. First and second, I would say he knows. Uh, but, like, no. I was thinking about, like, if you were in a debate and someone's like, how do you feel about the 16th Amendment, Donald? He would have no, no idea. idea. No. No idea what it was. Zero. Um, and so it would be interesting to see someone, like, can someone get into to, to a The problem is, I just don't know what sticks to this guy. I mean, because... Nothing. Yeah, I, I, like, I don't know. Is there something? If he was truly embarrassed for lack of knowledge on a, on a uh, major stage... 
perhaps, but it's happened at least twice. At oh, yeah. Lego. What was the thing he got stumped um, on? He thought China was, was part of a trade deal it wasn't oh, part of. <coughs> it was a triad, the nuclear triad. And the nuclear triad. That's right. Yeah. He had no idea. <laughs> no idea what that was. Well, which of the which of the nuclear triad is the most important? Well, it's all important. Nuclear. Nuclear is important. Oh, that was a, was that a Hugh Hewitt show thing? Or, no, yeah. that was the, or that was out on the debate. It was in the debate with Hugh with Hewitt, Hewitt moderator. Because okay. Hewitt also did it on a show with him when he tried to he talked to him about the, one of the Iranian generals. I don't remember which one it was at this point. Um, uh, but uh, talked to him about that, and he didn't have any idea who it was. Um, and look, again, like, I think there's, there's a level of that. Like, it's okay for him to not know the president of Kazakhstan, probably. And people mm-hmm. would be like, who the hell knows the president of Kazakhstan? I don't know the president of Kazakhstan. Um, and I'm sure he doesn't either. Um, but th- there has to be that thing that everybody knows that Donald Trump doesn't know. And if he gets stumped on that in front of a lot of people, that maybe would show people. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I, I'm I would, not at this point, if I'm Rand Paul, if that. I'm uh, uh, you know, Chris Christie or Jeb, I, one of these guys that's down a little bit, I'm taking a chance and trying to catch him in yeah. one of those situations because blatantly he doesn't know the Constitution at all. If you went to him with a specific question about an amendment, he would have no idea how to answer it, and he would just BS his way through it. And it, the, you, the usual thing that happens in those situations is people go, uh, are, so are you saying you, know, you understand that? And then they, he would give another BS answer, and then they would move on. You need someone who has the balls to stand up and say, Don, you don't know what that amendment is, do you? You have no idea what is in the Constitution, do you? You need someone to really challenge. I mean, Rand Paul is the guy to do it. Mm-hmm. Because Rand Paul is, needs a moment like that, first of all, and he knows the Constitution. Yeah. Except for, of course, the National Board Citizenship uh, thing. Uh, yeah, because yeah. He doesn't, he's not no an expert, expert on, on that. that. He's not an expert <clears throat> on that clause. But everything else he seems to know pretty well. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on water and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.